Joining me here in the WGN Skyline Studios, my good friend, longtime colleague Ray Long. Uh, Ray, part of the investigative team of the Chicago Tribune. And uh, I was joking uh, off air that uh, uh, no holidays. No for holidays. Us. Right, uh, right. You're at war, and I'm uh, writing to. And, uh, well, and we also had uh, on Wednesday, we had uh, Senator Sandoval uh, resigning, right, seat right. effective. January one, right? One two punches here. A lot, a lot going on. But Ray has been writing a lot about uh, the federal investigations uh, going on uh, with uh, that are, uh, I, I would say, Mike Madigan related. I guess, and this uh, this has been quite a year for Democratic House Speaker Michael Madigan, uh, Speaker of the House since nineteen eighty three. Uh, except for a two-year period, the longest-serving speaker in the nation. Um, and on Friday, uh, one of the, uh, I guess, another fallout from some of the problems that have crept up uh, involving the Me Too movement. Tell us what happened on Friday. Right. Uh, really late in the day on Friday, uh, I got word that... Uh, Nothing happens early on right, Friday. Right. The day after Thanksgiving, yeah. or less. Uh, I got word that uh, Elena Hampton, who uh, was a person who uh, blew the whistle on uh, one of Madigan's uh, lieutenants back last year uh, and said that he had uh, been texting her inappropriately, it became a uh, high-profile sexual harassment case, the speaker had uh, uh, sought to... Uh, to uh, address a lot of sexual harassment issues, but this case was still hanging over her. She sued, and um, just last Friday, she settled for $275,000. Now, and she had claimed she was blackballed from working on campaigns, right. and that, again, this was all an issue that was foisted upon her right, by, right. Unwanted, by unwanted advances from a uh, Madigan lieutenant's uh, relative. Right. The backstory is that uh, Elena Hampton uh, was uh, viewed herself as a as a protege of Alderman Marty Quinn, and he's the thirteenth ward handpicked alderman of Mike Madigan, the Southwest Side uh, kingpin, who has been the committeeman of that ward for decades, and. Um, she went to Marty Quinn and complained about his brother, Kevin Quinn. And at that time, uh, the uh, harassment stopped, both Marty Quinn and Elena said. But uh, she thought that uh, Kevin Quinn uh, should have been fired. And um, this uh, went on for a while. He eventually was ousted after uh, Madigan reviewed the case. And then she still filed a, uh, a retaliation case because she said that she tried to get some jobs through the Madigan uh, operations and was blackballed. So we have this settlement of a federal a court right, suit. Right, right. But it, as is traditional in settlements, 
there is no acknowledgement of any wrongdoing. Exactly, exactly. So um, she gets seventy five thousand out of the two hundred seventy five thousand. The rest go to her lawyers and the uh, uh, Times Up uh, Legal uh, f- Defense Fund. That's the group that uh, has uh, been an outgrowth of the Me Too National Me Too movement. And this was. The the suit that she filed was against. This was against uh, four uh, political parties uh, that are controlled by Madigan: the Democratic Party of Illinois, the Democratic Majority, which is f- for his house, Friends of Michael Madigan, and the Thirteenth Ward, which is what he uh, reigns over. And so, um, they are the ones who. Um, uh, settled, and of course, they're all tied to Madigan. Yeah, they are all four campaign committees that Mike Madigan controls the money. Exactly, and, and that's part of the benefits of being in leadership. Absolutely, in the state. Uh, do you think this issue of Me Too and the, a large, growing number of women in the House Democratic Caucus? Uh, do you think this issue effectively goes away? Well, I think it's going to be there for a while, Rick. I think it lingers, and I think it's had some impact already. They've had to address a, a number of, of issues. Madigan's met with uh, women throughout his caucus and throughout his staff. Um, I think that um, there's still pressure on him because there are other developments in this. And one of the things is that... Um, uh, we saw that Mike McLean, an ex-lobbyist of uh, ComEd, had um, orchestrated payments uh, from other uh, current and, and former ComEd lobbyists to Kevin Quinn after he was ousted by Madigan. So Madigan's people uh, put out a statement saying that uh, if there were people who uh, did uh, participate... Who made payments to Kevin Quinn, we had nothing to do with Exactly. It. Now, this is uh, this was orchestrated by a guy who was uh, as close to Madigan as anybody, Mike McClain. Mike McClain being a former uh, Democratic state representative right. turned lobbyist who was, uh, and, and even as lobbyist, was perhaps the closest confidant to House Speaker Michael Madigan. Yeah, even had a piece in in organizing some of the fundraising etc he was a strategist with with uh mike madigan they uh were uh meeting and and, uh dinner in springfield and something that not too many people do with madigan except for mclean and a small handful of others so um uh, he also, we found emails that backed up this uh, orchestration of, of the payments to Kevin Quinn, and um, they were uh, saying f- uh, very frankly that, uh, uh, Kevin, you've got to uh, keep this confidential because if uh, these guys have, uh, who have done quite a sacrifice here for you uh, get caught uh, then uh, the full blast of the Me Too movement will be upon you. Well, and so who are the guys that make made the payment? Well, we've got uh, some uh, well-connected lobbyists. We have uh, uh, people like uh, Tom Cullen, who is a political strategist for Madigan since the 1980s at least. Um, he is now a, a, a lobbyist for Ameren, another power company, but he was f- formerly a a ComEd um, 
lobbyist. And uh, Will Cousineau's firm, Will Cousineau was another political uh, point man for, for Madigan. Um, and we have also uh, McLean himself. And we have John Bradley, who was a, a state rep in leadership and a close friend of McLean. And we have uh, Mike Alvarez, who was a Metro uh, Water Reclamation uh, uh, commissioner at one time and now lobbies uh, the city hall for ComEd. So you have a ComEd thread and a Madigan thread. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, of course, we still have, as a backdrop of that, ComEd is being investigated by the federal government. Their lobbyist activities are being investigated. These payments that we've talked about have been part of the investigation, we're told, by sources. So it is a uh, it is a rolling, roiling investigation. We're speaking with Ray Long, my colleague at the Chicago Tribune, part of the investigative team, who's done uh, a great deal of work in trying to unravel those threads that we were just talking about i'm rick pearson this is the sunday spin chicago chicago that title in town chicago chicago i will show you around i love it bet your bottom dollar bet your bottom dollar is what we're talking about in chicago absolutely with ray long my uh, chicago tribune colleague part of the investigative team talking about uh, federal investigations a federal lawsuit settlement um you know there's it, it just keeps going yeah this is one uh, very uh extensive sprawling burgeoning all these words that we've used before on on lesser investigations these are on steroids here this is really a major uh sweep it wouldn't be right on our final sunday morning not to take one of our favorite callers absolutely ron welcome to the sunday spin Hey, good morning to two of my favorites. And, uh, you know, I know this is a long shot, Ray, but there's any possibility that there can be some kind of demand from the Democrats for Mike Madigan to step down from his state leadership post. And, Rick, great six years. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the next run. Just a great run, man, and just appreciate you. So I'll be listening. I'm ready for the next stop. Thanks, All right, guys. Ron, we'll be looking forward to it. So I think, I think he raises a very, interesting sure. question here sure i think it i think it's legit we saw last week uh senator iris martinez a committeeman herself who's running now for circuit clerk she uh, called for uh madigan to uh explain these payments that were made to kevin quinn that we were just talking about by the uh, lobbyists and friendly lobbyists uh or resign so um there are people out there who talk about it in whispers um, few uh, stand up like iris martinez did and say something about it but um it, it is very difficult to to uh, overcome all of the the uh, levers and switches that madigan could pull here to keep his power in place well and as we said you know you're looking at over since 1983 yeah, yeah. um and, and Despite these issues, and and you sometimes wonder, you, we've seen politicians get behind the times, right? I mean, George Ryan, I think yeah. a prime example. Yeah, of that. Rusty. Yeah, but but Madigan, 
is you know the consummate uh, 3D chessboard player. Absolutely. But behind the times on Me Too, uh, and and you know that becomes the issue. I think of the old school of political loyalty versus the new school of political reality. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very good analysis. And I'm curious, where is he now? Well, I think he is trying to adapt, and he's trying to um, move um, into this millennium, right? And he is also uh, doing things like, uh, you know, he he hasn't really even had much of a social media presence, and that of course. Well, is something it, it was. I mean, don't write anything down. Don't right. use emails. Don't use a cell phone. You know, they right. truly old school as old school can be in this new era of politics exactly exactly and of course right now he's probably saying look uh, mclean these emails that you wrote have now come out in the paper and uh those are ones that uh mclean referred to the speaker as himself and he I, I I laughed when I saw that only because <laughs> you know as well as I do that when himself is termed we know exactly who he was talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah, it's sure it's an Irish expression, Irish Gaelic expression, but it also is uh one that is rooted in the idea of this is the big man of the house. And so um we also saw uh the uh, emails just to divert onto that a bit. A bit that McLean wrote that uh, went to campaign uh, fund people, people who uh, are the political cash guys, and those are, he called the most trusted of the trusted. And so there were these cutesy phrases, too, that came out in these emails, and that gets to the whole point that Madigan didn't like to see stuff written down. Let's talk about the recordings. Yeah. Another thing that uh, we broke, uh, nobody's been able to match yet, uh, Rick, is a story a few weeks ago that uh, uh, Mike McLean, this very close confidant uh, of Mike Madigan, uh, was recorded by the FBI. And so we don't know exactly how long that was going on, but we do know that um, he talks to everybody and he and uh, one of the uh, one of the, our sources said it was his cell phone that was wiretapped and um, he used to hang out in front of the speaker's office all the time we don't know for, that uh, Madigan is on those tapes because he's famously cautious about uh, talking on the phone or what he says on the phone um, but uh, McLean could be a very key cog in this and the conversations he would have had with his comed clients and uh, many of the other lobbyists could really be telling one of the things and and uh, I, I think it's an important fact is so you have this kind of you have this investigation going right on. you had the uh, feds raid Martin Sandoval, the right. recently resigned state senator, right. who was Senate Transportation Chairman. Uh, you have Representative Arroyo, former representative, who, uh, because of a cooperating witness that our, uh, our source says is uh, State Senator Terry Link right. of Vernon Hills, uh, on, on a, a bribe attempt, alleged bribe. What does this do for Democrats? going into not only an election year and granted illinois is still going to be blue you have in november 
that issue of that graduated rate income tax that sure. is the underpins everything that governor pritzker wants yet is perfect fodder for republicans to say even before that happened look at what's going on right i think that's going to i think that's going to be a drag on on uh, governor pritzker's uh, uh tax proposal and i i think that uh um we will see a tax that will say you know do you trust these democrats um uh and if the if some federal indictments start rolling down uh with some big names involved in it then that will just increase the the attacks and give more fodder to the opponents of a tax increase too so much to look forward to in the coming year (laughs) ray long my colleague at the chicago tribune part of our great investigative team buddy as always thanks for joining me great to be here rick